Hey everyone, welcome back to the Ministry Leaders Podcast, episode 33. Happy 2021. We are a podcast aimed at equipping local church volunteer leaders, pastors, and other ministry leaders to better serve their ministries and churches. In this episode, I want to talk about the key ingredients of ministry. We're the Ministry Leaders Podcast, right? And if you Uh, have been listening to this podcast, chances are you are in some sense a ministry leader or you want to have a ministry in your life and in your church. Now, let me define what I mean by ministry. And this isn't the only way to define ministry or the full biblical definition of it. But I just want to clarify what I'm talking about today when I use the word ministry. I I think the word ministry is a good word for what I'm talking about uh, that will resonate with you, but I I just want to explain what I mean by it. Recently, the elders of our church were reviewing our responsibilities as elders. We were thinking about the fact that we're called to do more than just meet other people's needs, to be there for them when they have a need. And we noticed in our bylaws, our church bylaws, that the bylaws use the language spiritual progress. In our church structure, those we call elders are responsible for overseeing the spiritual progress of the church and those in the church. And working for the spiritual progress of others is basically what I mean by ministry when I'm using that word in today's episode. Ministry, in this sense, is about encouraging the spiritual growth of others. You could call this discipling. That's what Jesus did with his disciples. He was aiming to help them grow and progress in their knowledge and conviction of God, about God, um, about the kingdom of God, about Jesus Christ and who he was himself. He was also helping them grow in their character, that they would become more like him. And Jesus was seeking to help them grow in their competencies, their abilities to be about the business of living out and furthering the kingdom of God, their competency to do ministry, to multiply what Jesus had invested in them into the spiritual progress and the spiritual growth of others. So, question, what are the key ingredients of this sort of ministry? What are the key ingredients that we need to include in our approach to ministry if we want to see other people experience spiritual progress if we want to see other people grow. There are a lot of ingredients, but I want to limit my focus to just a couple key ones. For example, if you take a cheeseburger, there could be a lot of ingredients in a cheeseburger, right? There could be ketchup, mustard, onions, pickles, sesame seeds, you name it. But there are a couple key ingredients. And if you don't have these, if you don't have, for instance, a burger and you don't have cheese, then it's not really a cheeseburger, is it? Burger and cheese would be key ingredients for a cheeseburger. We might argue about whether a bun is a key ingredient. They they might not be the only two. Um, But that's the question I'm getting at here with ministry. What are a couple of the key ingredients that, that you would list? And I'm asking you that question. Take a second and think about it. What are the key ingredients that you would list that without these, it's not really a ministry that's going to lead to the spiritual progress of others and change lives. Well, I'd like to talk about two key ingredients today, which I believe and I've found in my experience to be absolutely critical. Without these two, you don't really have ministry and and you're never really going to see the spiritual progress of others. 
Or if you do see it, it's going to be completely by the grace of God and not because you contributed anything significant yourself. The first ingredient is an invitation into relationship. Without relationship, without connection, without people feeling like they belong, you don't really have ministry. Now, I'm not necessarily saying that you need to be best buds with everyone you feel called to minister to. But in some way, people need to feel welcomed in. They need to feel like they belong. And to the extent that that we do invite people deeper and closer into our lives, the potential for their spiritual growth increases substantially. We see this with Jesus, right? Remember the time early in John's gospel when a couple would-be disciples, they come up to Jesus. He asks them what they want. They probably nervously sort of ask, where are you staying, Rabbi? And he invites them in. He says, come and see. I think also of the time Jesus finds Zacchaeus up in a tree and he says, Zacchaeus, come down. I'm coming to your house for dinner today. Or um, just to give you one more example of so many, think of the time that Jesus invites Peter, Andrew, James, and John to come follow him. And then he goes to Peter's house with them for dinner. Jesus was always inviting people into relationship or inviting himself into relationship with them. And again, they didn't all wind up being his best friends, but Jesus was inviting them in closer because that's the environment in which spiritual progress takes place, the environment of relationship, connection, belonging. So question, as you think about those that you are seeking to minister to, how are you inviting them in? How are you inviting them closer? How are you building a relationship with them? If you aren't, then your ministry and your impact on their spiritual progress is going to be superficial at best. Now, of course, I realize the risk and the messiness of relationship. It can get complicated. It can result in emotional bumps and bruises. But these are exactly the condition the conditions in which God grows people, grows us, and grows them. And so relationship will require patience. It will require grace. It will require forgiveness. We will have to put up with people. We will have to forgive them at times. We will have to give them second chances. We'll have to overlook some of their faults. And all of this is part of the ingredient that leads ultimately to spiritual growth and transformation. All right, let me give you a second key ingredient for ministry. It's about giving people some challenge. Inviting people into relationship is warm and fuzzy. It's about love. It's about grace. It may be hard for us at times, but generally it feels good to the people we're inviting in that we're ministering to. Challenge is a little different. Challenge is still about love, but it can feel hard, tough love sometimes. Challenge can be a bit painful or stretching. If inviting people into relationship is about loving people where they're at, challenge is about loving them too much to let them stay that way, as the old saying goes. It might mean correcting people. It might mean holding them accountable. It might mean pushing them to take more responsibility in ways that stretch their capacity. It might mean questioning some of their actions or decisions. And again, though, people don't progress spiritually if nobody challenges them. We also see this with Jesus, right? He gave his followers challenges. He sent them out to heal people and to cast out demons. Sometimes he told them to go without money or an extra set of clothes. He also called his 
disciples on things. He challenged them about their lack of faith. He challenged them about their desire to be great rather than to be a servant. He told them if they didn't take up their cross, they couldn't be his disciples. And without these challenges, they never would have progressed spiritually. They would have remained egotistical, self-centered people of little faith. They never would have grown into the people who turned the world upside down for Christ. So again, as you think about the people you're seeking to minister to, do you challenge them from time to time? To the extent that you've earned the right to speak into their lives, do you speak truth? Do you call them to grow? Do you challenge them to take new steps of risk and responsibility? They are not going to progress in their faith if you or someone else doesn't do these things for them. Now, getting back to our cheeseburger analogy, every great chef knows that part of the magic of creating a delicious a dish is not only having high-quality ingredients, but expertly combining them in the right proportions. And so there's an art to combining these two key ingredients, which my friends at 3DM call invitation and challenge, if you want to get just two handles for these ingredients. And so part of learning to minister to others is learning which we're better at, which comes more naturally to us, and how to discern when people need more invitation and when they need more challenge. So as we wrap up, I want to encourage you to make a list of the handful of people that you are most intentionally seeking to minister to. And then as you think about each person on the list, ask yourself, to what extent have you invited them into relationship? Have you invited them to belong? Have you invited them to connect with you? And then pray about it and ask yourself if there's a next step with some of these people. Is there a way that you need to invite them in closer? Is there a way you need to offer them grace to, or to be more patient with them or to, to extend them forgiveness? What does invitation look like with these people? What's the next step? And then do the same thing with challenge. With each person, ask yourself, to what extent have you challenged them? And is there a way that they could benefit from an appropriate challenge? Maybe a challenge to take on more responsibility or maybe something about their life they need to be challenged on that you sense you have the rapport and the trust with them that if you challenge them carefully and gently, they would receive it well. Both invitation and challenge are such key ingredients to ministry, to seeking to bring about the spiritual progress of others that if we can grow in doing these two things and doing them better, it will make a big difference in helping us to develop a life-changing ministry. Well, that's it for this episode of the Ministry Leaders Podcast. If you find this podcast valuable, would you please share it with someone? You can spread the word by subscribing to the podcast or by leaving us a rating and a review. Bye for now. Bye for now.